0: Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. It certainly is, and we're going to get you to Memphis or anywhere else you want to go, because joining me now is uh, the seasoned traveller herself. Welcome back to town, Michelle Micken. How are you, Michelle?
1: Very well, well, Alan. I haven't seen you
0: for a while. You've been off for cruising around the world doing research i believe of course oh
1: i was working very (laughs) hard no i did have some personal leave i was over in europe for about four weeks so i don't know i just fall more and more in love with europe every time i go i spent some time in in a villa in tuscany and then went down and did a french river cruise which was such a beautiful way to see france and then was lucky enough to experience apt's new ship that they're putting in croatia and lovely i'm Mm. in love with it it Mm. is a small ship we felt like it was our own private yacht and we literally got to explore all the islands of croatia my hot tip i actually think um they beat the greek islands
0: really mm. Because Phil, of course, has just come back from Croatia. He was on yeah. a private holiday there and he yeah. was raving about it too. It's... You reckon they knock off the Greek Isles?
1: Yeah, because I think they're they're not as touristy. Yeah. The water, um, like, it's just so clear. We were swimming in 15 metres of water and you could physically see the bottom. Wow. Um, just the being, and I guess how the small ship cruising in Croatia works is in the morning you'll kind of cruise on between the islands, you'll stop and have a swim, have a beautiful lunch on board. Let me tell you the food in Croatia, the fresh seafood, all the beautiful meat and um, spit dishes and when I say spit you know like meat on a spit Mm, mm. and then in the afternoon you do a walking tour of some of the islands which all have old towns beautiful restaurants great shops and then you'd choose somewhere for dinner and then you'd head on back to the ship when you were ready so such a beautiful way to see Europe and what and what I loved about it's like river cruising you didn't have to pack your suitcases each day you just Mm. moved on out Mm. and For me, I was so excited about seeing Dubrovnik and Split. For me, that was Croatia. But it was actually the islands that have captured my heart. And, you know, even like Mamma Mia 2, which is, I think, just finished at the movies, that was actually filmed... In Croatia, in, meant, yeah. meant to be the Greek mm. islands but mm. filmed in Croatia.
0: Mm. So, and it's lame here at the, uh, the festival centre at the moment. Mm. Um, uh, look, um, Phil's also away at the moment, isn't he? He's uh, doing another bit of research.
1: He is. And you know what? I am so excited about this because there's been two places on Phil's bucket list for as long as I've known Phil, and that has been the Galapagos Islands and also Cuba. So Phil is in Cuba at the moment, um, in true Cuba style. We can't get hold of him on email or phone calls because <laughs> Cuba, uh, Cuba's community is a little yeah. interesting. But that means he will be having the most incredible time. So he will be... I've seen a couple of photos. He looks like he's had a few salsa lessons, um, checking out Havana and some of the areas around there. So no doubt... Because you've
0: done Cuba, haven't you? You're you're a big fan.
1: I'm a big fan. Mm. And I think what I love about it is it is literally like stepping back in time. And when people say that, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I went over there and I kind of, you know, we all know the iconic images of the cars. But it was so much more than that. It was internet could only... You could buy it for an hour and sit in a local park and the rest of the time you're off, offline. Right. So mm. that, in a, in a way, your communication style is stepping back. What you find is people actually talk and in the parks they're dancing mm. and there's this whole community side. Also, when you're eating... The dinner sets are like your grandmothers from 50 years ago. So everything has stepped back. And for me, I, I guess I kind of went in with the wrong perception of, you know, poor Cuba. They've been closed off from the US. The people of Cuba are so proud of what they've achieved and how they haven't succumbed to Americanisms. And it is an incredible place to experience. My hot tip, though, is if you have any interest in Cuba, go now before it changes.
0: Yeah, before before the, the, the industry yeah. really explodes. And yeah. there's a
1: number of ways you can do it as well. Um only recently a lot of the cruise ships have been able to go in. So um, I know two, three days ago when Phil was in Havana, Oceana had pulled in. Um, there's so many companies now that you can cruise into Havana or cruise around Havana. And um, the other way is you can do it by land. So I did it by land and it was like Trinidad was another city that for me was a real standout with the coloured houses and um, the stone streets. And yeah, it's it's a really beautiful, beautiful destination
0: wonderful wonderful all right well we'll look forward to hearing phil's report when he gets back um if you've got any questions about uh, your holiday that you're planning this year or uh, next year or the year ahead give us a call it's planning to 2020 we need to be doing it 8223 0000 because michelle can answer all of your questions also today though joining us is a is a, a special guest in the studio georgia simmons from apt hello there
2: Hi, welcome. Thank good you. To well, see- I'm welcoming you. No, you're welcoming
0: me. <laughs> it's good to see you again.
2: Thank you very much. It's great to be APT, here.
0: Apt. Uh, what a brand. A, what, what a, a brand. brand!
2: It's a wonderful brand. Yeah. We we've turned ninety-one years old this year, so it's it's a wonderful Australian-owned, family-owned business. And from its small beginnings, it's now got group touring and cruising, mm. really on all continents of the world. Yeah, so
0: it, it really has. Just just it's it's an amazing success story, isn't it? It's a huge yeah. success yeah. story. Now, and I think uh,
2: what I love about
1: APT is they're always forward front forward thinking with trends so they one of the one of the big companies that really drove european river cruising you speak to Mm. phil and 10 years ago no one did it apt kind of ventured in and now everybody Mm. knows europe river cruising Mm. georgie's going to tell us a little bit about small ship cruising and what i would say is once again apt are predicting where the market's going and um, this is a really really exciting way to travel and i expect in the next 10 years we're going to see some really big things happening in this space Mm. absolutely
0: so you've just come back
2: just come mm. back a couple of weeks ago uh, and I'd have to say the Kimberley Coast uh, was really right up there on my bucket list and had no idea I'd be able to do it so, so quickly really.
0: It's something special the Kimberley Coast, the colours of the cliff, the it, water. Yes. It is just, it's a once in a lifetime isn't it? It
2: is a once yeah. in a lifetime, it's so remote, it just happens to be in our own backyard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but if it, it, it is just the most magical place. the The landscape is... Very, very varied. Every day is very different. Um, the and there's no infrastructure, no, so you no, are you literally on your own. Aren't you you yeah. are mm. you are on your own and doing it with one of our small ships. Uh, we own um, three small ships around the world, and they just hold just over a hundred people. These small ships, and they've got they're quite classic nautical in design, um, and it's a wonderful way to do the Kimberley Coast. Um, on board, we've got uh, ten expedition crew and 10 zodiacs and that's how we venture off what i called the mothership every day right yeah and yeah. these um expedition crew are they're all ologists in some varying form whether it be marine biologists naturalists um, astron- astronomy uh, bird, birds everything um there's just so much knowledge on board between all 10 of them and there are wonderful guides that will take us around and And to show us this beautiful landscape and um, explore the the natural history and um, the bird life and the marine life and the animal life, which is again very unpredictable, you don't know what you're going to see on any given day. Um, and it is just the most magical destination to be able to explore.
0: And the thing about it too is the the fact that uh, you've got smaller ships. You can actually get into areas that uh, you know you otherwise might not be able to. And if not, you can get on the Zodiacs and in you go.
2: That's exactly right. So uh, the with being small small ships, um, it is all about the destination.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. Uh, the tides in the in the Kimberley they're one of the highest tides in the world. So they're they're up to you know eight ten meters. So it's, a, it's quite a treacherous, I guess, um, coastline. Do
0: you see the tidal waterfall?
2: Yes. Mm. yeah, <laughs> That's
0: amazing, isn't it? It is. It so is, think, is Can
2: we just
1: explain the tidal Waterfall? I know you were telling a few of us about it the other day and yeah. I had no idea
2: about it, to be honest. So Horizontal Falls um, in Talbot Bay, um, it was actually put on the map with David Attenborough a number of years ago. In his opinion, in what he has seen in the world, it was one of his top ten natural phenomenons in the world that he's seen. And it's all to do with the tides changing and there's these two narrowing um, areas, one seven metres, and the other one's 14 metres. So as the tide rises, it just creates this natural waterfall effect or even lowers as well. So we do go through it. We have um, a third-party boat that we we operate with and all of our um, guests get off on, off the mothership, as I said, and and onto this speedboat. And this speedboat actually had half the horsepower of what our ship we were on. Really? Uh, yeah, it oh, was massive. Cri-
0: yeah, okay.
2: Um, And we were able to then go through uh, the openings. And that was just incredible. An incredible experience. Really. Yeah. How exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, while
0: well, well, that tide is turn, turning, yeah. it's, it's just amazing. And
2: yeah. if David yeah. Attenborough endorses yeah. it, then I think oh, we're onto
0: yeah. a good That's thing. That's a big plus, isn't <laughs> it's it? A <laughs> it's a huge really plus. Big plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What... Um, what about the, the the indigenous culture up there too? I mean the rock art.
2: The rock art In
0: northern Australia is just mind-blowing, isn't it? It
2: is such a privilege to yeah. be so close to this rock art that is so old. And um, there's, there's two styles of rock art. Uh, the Bradshaw rock art um, is actually... They, they're thinking some of it could be up to 50,000 years old, which is just incredible. It hasn't been completely proven yet, um, but to know that it's that old mm. is just... Mm. I mean, the, the pyramids are 5,000 years mm. old. So... Um, it is just the, the most privileged opportunity to be able to be so close to it.
0: It's a really good way of putting it because I, I've seen this this sort of stuff and, and you think, oh yeah, okay, a bit of rock art. But when you actually get there mm. and you're physically standing mm. there in front of it and there's silence around you, there is it's really quite eerie, isn't it? It is to very think that eerie. it is so old.
2: And everything around you is or would have been the same yeah. tens yeah. of thousands of yeah. years ago in fact you know if, it, if it's 20 or 30 40,000 years everything would have been the same but in that short period of time mm. really mm. Um, and the the local indigenous people don't the the Bradshaws they don't actually recognise the 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 meanings behind that particular art, it's so old. Where the, the um artwork, they they do have a relationship with and they actually, um, when I say touch them up, it's it's a particular elder that mm. will be able to go and they paint over them and that's another way of how they've been preserved. But they've all got obviously meanings and um, with, through our expedition guides and through some local Indigenous guides that we, we do meet along the way, we get to learn a lot more about this
0: um <laughs> That's just, that's just, you know, a, a great big plus, isn't it? To, that it's not just about the scenery, it's about connecting with the local people and what it means to all of us. Yeah. Completely, yeah. completely. Yeah. What about uh, age groups For as far as these tours are concerned? Do I have to be reasonably fit? You,
2: you do? Well, we do say yes, reasonably oh, fit. Oh, that
0: counts me out there, yeah, Michelle. No, you're fine. You can cash that you'll ticket in. Do you know what?
2: <laughs> Realistically, when they say
1: reasonably fit, we're not talking about walking 10 kilometres. We're talking about being able to um,
2: walk up and down a yeah, couple of flights right. of stairs... Yeah. How many kilometres would you need to be able to walk, I would say um, if you comfortably say two to three kilometres and in, because we've got to remember we're in heat as well, even though we're we're travelling in Mm. the best time of the year and the driest Mm. time of the year, it is still warm. Um, If you can stand up on a chair and get back off a chair, then you are reasonably fit to be (laughs) able to be able to, you know, walk on uneven ground Mm -hmm. and in some cases, you know, it is a little bit hilly. Um, However, there will be some days that we'll be in the Zodiac and we'll be doing Zodiac cruises. So, Mm -hmm. um, but it is, you know, there's no infrastructure. Nothing's been um concreted or boardwalk. yeah there's and, no steps there's no handrails that's yeah, correct yeah, yeah. yeah
0: but that's part of the attraction but yeah you're right i mean i don't have to be a lycra buff
2: no i can no, yeah. no marathon I, runners i'm netted. counted back in again
0: <laughs> i'm back on the list honestly you would be perfect <laughs> to do this yeah when's when's the best time to go
2: we operate the cruises um between may and september so early mm. september so it's in the their um uh, low season or the, well, sorry the high season as far as um, winter is concerned and uh, so beautiful clear days mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just you know nice average late 20s um, it's, it's a really yeah, lovely beautiful. time
0: Did you see any whales? Uh,
2: we uh, did, did yeah. we did so yeah. I went in September so August, September is whale season so they've, they've birthed and they're starting to um, head back down late sep- or early September head back down to Antarctica we were very privileged um, there was a few times on zodiacs that all of a sudden they Popped up and another time. Oh, you're really?
0: You were out on the zodiac. Yeah. And, oh, that's that's fantastic, isn't it? To be so yeah. close.
2: And that's yeah. and that's the the magic of this yeah. is. You know we were able to be a bit flexible we, we were heading back to the the main ship and all of a sudden whales appeared and you know we we just hung out with them for a little bit longer oh. and to see what they were going to do and and then on board in the afternoon all of a sudden the the captain saw whales while we were um, dining for lunch and we slowed down and you know we're able to be able to just play with them for a little bit and to see what they were going to be up to so yeah it was that was lovely
1: it's got me absolutely yeah. sold on the Kimberley. But, Georgie, obviously we've spoken a little bit about um, small ship cruising and the way you've done it. APT is a product range. You can also do it by four-wheel drive vehicle. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, we have a wonderful program. We've been in the, um, the outback of Australia for um, close on to 50 years and... The Kimberley, um, for for many, many years, and we've had um, some great relationships with local Indigenous as well, that's given us privileged access into some parts of the Kimberley that we've um, built our wilderness lodges. And we use um, custom-built four-wheel drive um, trucks uh, that hold 20 guests. So it's, again, small groups um, that will take you around the Kimberley with these amazing driver guides um, that just... Are so entertaining and so knowledgeable um, about the area, and you've got this wonderful combination of our wilderness lodges, which are tented camps, so floorboarded camps. They've got ensuite facilities. So glamping. Bit of glamping. Bit of glamping. Yeah, you've got fires at night time where you're doing a bit of storytelling, and and then we also stay on some stations and some you know there's other um, accommodation as well. So it's a really great mix of accommodation to be able to explore the Kimberleys. Uh, but again, it's it's that remoteness and that connection with the land, which um, our guests just absolutely love.
0: So no mobile phone. It's wonderful. What an attraction. Eh? Mm. When you think about it, what well, an attraction. I think
1: it's a really new it's yeah. the, one of the biggest trends in travel is disconnection. I yeah. yeah. we're all so connected now that um, the trend's going forward is or are people want to disconnect. So they want to go somewhere where their phone, they're not controlled by their phones where they can actually get back in touch with nature and balance themselves and get realize again what's important and mm. not be
2: controlled by the, the mm. devices whether mm. that be
1: phones, iPads, etc. Mm. And that's
2: um, well, Gus, who came to the mm. expo a few weeks ago. He has often said over the last couple of years, by day two or three, you actually see in everybody just this calmness that this falls down because of that disconnection and mm. and then that connection with the wilderness. And I, that's mm. what really got me with the Kimberley Coast, the connection mm. of the little things. Mm. You mm. know, you'd start to marvel in these hermit crabs that were all of a sudden on the sand or you'd look at footprints differently and be going, oh, that's that was a croc or, mm. you know, <laughs> what kind of, was that a turtle? Because we saw lots and lots of turtles up there. But you really through the help of the expedition team really connected with the wilderness, which was just fantastic.
0: I think you sold me well, I'd already been sold, but uh, you've convinced me that uh, we need to go back.
1: Well, you need Absolutely to go. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful, yeah, yeah. And what, what yeah. we find with the Kimberleys is because it is such a short season and because they, it is controlled, it's not the masses, you do need to book in advance. So if it is a destination you're interested in, you do need to have that conversation and book a little a little ahead. So if it's on your mind at the <laughs> moment, start, start the inquiry now and find out whether it's best that you do it by land or by a small ship and... Make it a reality.
0: Fantastic, excellent. Uh, well, lovely to see you, Georgie. You've you. Uh, convinced me to, to make a return visit uh, and pop into the to your nearest Phil Hoffman travel uh, store and uh, pick up a brochure. The brochure here is absolutely drop dead gorgeous. The the photos they're just stunning, aren't they?
1: I call this absolutely. a dangerous brochure. It is a dangerous it, yeah. There's yeah. some brochures that absolutely stand out and. Honestly, do yourself a favour and have a look at this brochure. Put it on your coffee yeah. table. Dream a little because it is stunning.
0: The word unforgettable is on the front cover. I think mm. that says it all. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank uh, you great for having me. Uh, We'll come back and we'll talk about a few more uh, great specials you've got on the go in a moment, Michelle. Uh, the number to call if you want to have a chat, 8223 0000.
1: The Phil Hoffman Travel Team will be in the 5AA Travel Lounge between 2 and 2.30 today taking your calls off air. Phil Hoffman Travel's experts can give you the best advice on where to go when to go what to see and how to get there whether you're planning your trip by plane ship rail or road the 5AA Travel Lounge is where you need
0: to check in call the Phil Hoffman team between 2 and 2.30 today all calls are answered off air call 8419 1473 that's 8419 1473
1: make your dream holiday a reality with Phil Hoffman Travel taste authentic dining meet the locals enjoy unique Insight experiences and travel in style with Insight Vacations explore the country Country roads of Croatia on a 14-day trip from $4,650 per person. Plus, for a limited time, book a European holiday and fly to Europe from only $799. That's right, fly to Europe from only $799. It's a PHT exclusive. Conditions apply. pht.com.au.
0: In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Eight minutes away from two, we have Michelle Micken with us uh, from Phil Hoffman Travel, and we're talking about your next wonderful holiday experience, and uh, she's the lady to ask. So give us a call, eight double double 0000. You've got some great uh, group tours, always on the agenda, but you've got some great ones coming up.
1: That's right. So with our group tours, what we do is we put together the very best package for destinations where everything is included. And by everything, I mean your airfares to the destination, all your accommodation while you're there, a guide when you're in the destination, majority of your meals. And also what we do at no extra cost to you is have someone fly with you as a tour escort from Adelaide to the destination stay with you the whole time while you're travelling and then come back again with you. So if you're going to a destination that's a little bit out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. or if you're looking for that extra level of security while you're travelling, then this is a great way to do it. The other reason people do these tours is it's a nice way to meet all um, lots of new friends from Adelaide. Generally speaking, majority of people on the trips are from Adelaide. Um, so some of the destinations we have coming up this year is uh, Persia, so Iran. Um, which is a highlight for many people that have travelled to that region. Egypt. Egypt is back in a big way. You spoke about the pyramids yeah. earlier, Georgie, being 5,000 years old. There's so much to do in Egypt. We've got Croatia, which I've touched on a little bit today as well. The one I'd like to drill down a little bit more today is India. So we've had this tour running oh, probably for the last four or five years, and clients come back absolutely raving about it. And funnily enough, what one of the highlights of this tour is is Visiting and staying at Hotel Marigold Yeah, from absolutely. the movie.
0: Yeah,
1: from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this tour, India... You been, you've been there, haven't you? I have been yeah, to India. Yeah. I haven't been to Hotel Marigold and I'm like, I'm going to have to go back just to go to this movie. But what I love about India is India is bustling. It is crazy. It is stunningly beautiful. The monuments, I mean, Taj Mahal says it all. But what this tour encompasses is the very, very best of India in a way that's comfortable. And by comfortable, I mean, it's showing you the sights, but it's giving you that that breather at the hotels we choose. So sometimes for some people, after a day in India, which can be, you know, you're on the road, you've got cows coming one way, you've got tuk-tuks coming another, you've got bicycles, the roads are an adventure in themselves. My favourite road memory was an elephant and a cow <laughs> in the same roundabout. And I'm just going, where does
2: this happen? Yeah. Who gives way to whom? <laughs> exactly,
1: in India, Only pl- the only yeah. place that happens. So it can be really full-on during the days, and we make sure that the itinerary shows you all of India but gives you that chance to step back and relax as well. So the icons of India, it takes in all the major cities. Um, It gives you time to really understand the national parks, um, to see Varanasi, which obviously the holy the holy site there and um jaipur utipur so all of those places comes to life in this tour and you know you're talking just over six thousand dollars including your airfares um all of those wonderful things we've spoken about there's some really special um experiences we've put in there to surprise and delight you and um it's it gives you everything you could dream of and more definitely worth having a look at a hotel marigold um to get you mm. all excited about so the destination. So from about
0: 6,000, 6, that's for 17 days, let's not mm-hmm. forget. That's so right. That, that's, and includes airfares, so it's brilliant value. Exactly. It really is, And yeah. a group
1: size of normally sort of around 14, 18, so a nice size to be able to move through mm. markets mm. and understand the local history and culture and to get a really good understanding of the country mm. as a whole.
0: And just to have someone with you who knows what they're doing, it, it takes away that... Uh, that that sense of insecurity that you might have, if you're a first-time traveller particularly.
1: Exactly, and we find our first-time travellers really love this kind of travel because they've got someone there just to make sure that they're not lost in a market or if they need to go to a pharmacist and pick up something or if they need... They're just there to make Mm. the trip enjoyable Mm. for them and to put their mind at ease.
0: Mm. What about solo travellers? Because I know your solo club is Mm -hmm. really strong and it's one of the great initiatives of Phil Hoffman Travel Mm -hmm. because not everyone, uh, you know, hubby might not want to go. He Mm -hmm. prefers to sit home. With his feet up on the couch, yep. uh, but uh, or the, the other way around. So solo club uh, is is accessible here as well.
1: Exactly. So we do. There's tours that are solo friendly, and then there's dedicated solo tours. So these tours have an apps. Out of all the trips we do, these are the ones where there's the most laughter. We've just had a group come back from Spain and Portugal, and. Their stories are just incredible. <laughs> so what we do is we make sure we have dedicated um, departures for them, or they can join our solo-friendly trips. And there's some great destinations coming up over, Remember over what, the next 12 months. What
0: happens on the road stays on the road. I'm not going to tell any. I'm not <laughs> going to tell any stories. <laughs> now, your your best called a few tours. I mean, you? you do yeah. um, Africa. Do, it's I've one of done, your favourites, I, isn't I it? love Africa. Yeah. I've
1: done South Africa. Um, I've done Sri Lanka. And I'm just playing around with an itinerary at the moment for Namibia. Namibia has been identified by Lonely mm. Planet um, as one of the trending destinations. So we're just making sure we've got the itinerary and the timing right for that. But that will be out relatively soon.
0: Fantastic. So pop into your nearest Phil Hoffman branch huh. and pick up a brochure of... Uh, or give them a ring. Huh. We'll go online. pht.com.au. Now, airfares... Um, I never thought we'd be sitting here talking about airfares as low as they are. It is just ridiculous, isn't it?
1: And we say this every week. I know,
0: we say it every week. 20 years ago when I started in
1: travel, they were double or triple the price. And the one that's got my attention this week is Tokyo for just over $600. Mm. Oh, I've just seen Georgie raise her eyes going, ooh. (laughs) Um, So that's economy class in Tokyo where there's so many ways you can do Japan as well. It's obviously very popular for ski and we're coming into that time period now. Um, Also... There's some incredible tours. It's got a real food culture going on there at the moment. The rail system in Japan is highly efficient. And what you get there is you get your traditional... The way I describe Japan is contrast. You get ultra, ultra modern mm. and then you get ultra, ultra t- traditional and they kind of meet somewhere and blend in. Um, so you've got Tokyo, Kyoto, which are the kind of iconic cities, but then Hiroshima is a education in... Um, the war in itself. I think if everyone goes to Hiroshima, we'll never ever see uh, another war again when you see the impact it's had on that. Nara, you know, the traditional buildings, the deer parks, there's there's a side of Japan that can be so peaceful, and then you'll go up to Tokyo and see the the streets where it's just pure oh. craziness. Oh. So, um, f- for me, that was the airfare that jumped out today. Also, the d- others, London, just over a le- or just under twelve hundred is exceptional. And business class at the moment, I think there's a bit of a business class airfare war yeah, going on. Yeah, there's a war.
0: Yeah, it looks like it. These I fears. love
1: business yes. class. Uh, to be honest, I love airfare wars because who benefits is the consumer so mm. that's that's a really good place to be. Um, Cathay Pacific have a business class airfare out for under $5,000 to Europe. Mm.
0: Now it wasn't that long ago that that was a return ticket economy you well, know, probably three or four years ago
1: eight or $9,000 right? used to be a business class fare yeah. to Europe so to see it sitting under $5,000 and you know what we see is a lot of people are like, oh, do I or don't I? Once people have experienced business class, it's very hard to go back. Um, it gives you a chance to, you know, if you're looking for... What I say where I think business class is really good for is if you're looking to treat yourself... If you've worked hard for a long time and you really want to spoil yourself, that is the way to do it. But also, if you're really time poor, if you've only got 10 days or two weeks to go to Europe mm. and you don't want to come back and be completely jet-lagged mm-hmm. and you want to maximise your time, then knowing that you can either sleep or work on the way over and the way back is a is a really good reason to do yeah, this business yeah, class Absolutely, as well.
0: yeah. And uh, tickets like that won't last, so get in soon, okay? Hey? Exactly. Um, and just quickly, you've got... Now, uh, next Monday, you've got uh, some events kicking off, haven't you? We
1: do. So, on Monday night, we've got... Um, Penant in town. So Penant is um, beautiful, luxury small ship cruising. They basically go around the world, including down to Antarctica. So they have an evening. Where is it? Where if you'd like to find out more, come along to Glenelg. Um, and then also over the next couple of weeks in November, Holland America, which is a, a bigger cruise line. Um, They've, they do go around the world, but we do see them specialising in Europe. If you're wanting to find out a bit more about how it works, what type of cabins, if you're new to cruising and you want to see the itineraries, um, day excursions, that really that's really drilling down on how Holland America works.
0: And that's kicking off uh, from the first... That's right, right through, yeah, uh, November. God, first of November. God,
1: the 1st of November. Where's the year gone? We're doing our planning at the moment for 2020, 20 and 21 because that's when new ships come online. Yeah, and when we're talking yeah. these destinations, I know with APT we're doing all of our allocation now for 2020 and we're just going, really? <laughs> Even <laughs> 2021, a couple of things, we're, a couple of great things we're locking away. We'll have some uh, nice things for people very soon.
0: Excellent. Look forward to it.